Thanks as always for having me on, Kevin. I am the Skipper Dude, proud Broncos fan since 1984. So my goodness, Kevin, the second week of July is a tough time of year for sports fans. The NFL is basically dead for another week or two. Major League Baseball is in its dog day doldrums. Personally, I know I'm not a big fan of the All-Star game. The, the NBA and NHL are in hibernation. It's just one of the worst sports weeks of the year. But I know for me, I'm as excited for this upcoming Broncos season as I have been probably since 19 or 2015. But right now, I feel like a five-year-old in early December who just knows that Santa's going to deliver the goods this year. But Christmas morning is still so far away that I'm trying not to think about Christmas. So, so Kevin, I think I'm going to follow your lead and what is undoubtedly the lead of Bronco players and staff and try to avoid Christmas fatigue later this month and by taking a step away from the Broncos this week and, and talk about some of my all-time favorite acts of sportsmanship. There are some great stories here. I think you'll enjoy them. So for starters, I, I'm a guy who is deeply touched when I see players from opposing teams kneeling in prayer together, either before or after games, or holding hands even as they're is carted off the field after a potentially serious injury. That kinship between game day enemies is a great thing to behold. So one of my favorite recent traditions of sportsmanship is the jersey swap. Von Miller's done several, including one with division rival Justin Houston. I look at that as, as a way for these players to kind of transcend the warfare of game day and remind us that they do regard each other at the end of the day as family. Back in 2016, Vaughn and the Rams, Robert Quinn, exchanged signed jerseys after the Broncos' 17-9 preseason win that year. And I thought Quinn's quote about it was right on target. Um, I, I respect his game, Quinn said. He, he's one of the best players in the league, not just pass rushers, best players. It's just an honor to hang it up in my trophy room, the 5'8 jersey. It's always good to look at that. It's a mutual respect thing. Then what's easy for us as fans to forget is the extraordinary respect these players have for each other. And despite their being gladiators and warriors for 60 minutes on game day, there is a mutual admiration there. A couple years ago, Von Miller made a comment on his Instagram about how he was looking forward to the coming year and was going to be rolling up a ton of sacks. Tom Brady, got, of all people, got on and commented on the post saying something to the effect of, Darn, Von, I was hoping you were going to play cornerback this year. So for, for me, that's the kind of fun-loving good nature that makes the sports world great. So my, my second act of great sportsmanship is probably the most truly heroic and, and one that I believe created a hero who was even bigger than his sport. So back in 2010, a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers, Armando Galarraga, was on, he was one out from throwing the 21st perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Cleveland's Jason Donnell was the last out. He had a slow ground ball to first baseman Miguel Cabrera, who fed Galarraga covering first base and beat the runner by almost half a step. But uh, umpire Jim Joyce, in what was probably, very possibly at least, the, the, the worst call in Major League history, called Donald safe. At that point, I, I think most pitchers would have lost their composure and had a meltdown right then and there. But Galarraga only smiled in disbelief. Even after the game, as he was interviewed, he showed no ill will toward Joyce, despite having been denied a place in history. For me, that was a truly heroic virtue and sportsmanship. The next day, in a scene that still chokes me up when I see it, 
Joyce worked behind home plate for the Tigers and Indians game, and Tigers manager Jim Leland sent Galarraga out with a line with a lineup card. Jim Joyce broke down crying. The two hugged each other and put an end to what had probably been the toughest 24 hours of both of their lives. But parents, if your children are looking to the sports world to find their heroes, start with Armando Galarraga and June 10th, 2010. Okay, so my third great act of sportsmanship actually comes from the golf world. The 1969 Ryder Cup at the Royal Birkdale Club in Southport, uh, England, it was tied at the, as the final pair. The United States Jack Nicholas and England's Tony Jacklin played the 18th hole. So not only was the, their match tied, but the entire um, the, the, the entire Ryder Cup was tied. Nicholas sank a four-foot putt, which left Jacklin with a two-foot putt for par to, and, to, to get a tie and ensure the first tie in the 42-year history of the Ryder Cup. Imagine the pressure on Jacqueline at that point, needing to hit what amounted to a gimme putt in front of thousands and thousands of, of, his local, of his local fans. But Nicholas reached down and picked up his opponent's ball marker and conceded the putt. After the match, Nicholas said he didn't want to put Jacqueline through the pressure of making that kind of gimme before thousands of British fans. I don't think you would have missed that putt, Nicholas told Jacqueline, but in these circumstances, I would never give you the opportunity. What a great class act by a classy golfer. So now, on to my fourth and final great act of sportsmanship. This is actually my personal favorite. It may be one that not more than a dozen or so fans in the entire world even noticed when it happened. And so you'll never see it discussed out on the internet, but it was the epitome of grace for me, for, for a guy who I thought was a legend of sportsmanship. And I honestly don't even remember the year. It might have been 2003 or 2004, somewhere roughly mid-career for Todd Helton. They were playing, the Brockies were playing an afternoon game against some nondescript team. I want to say it was the Pirates. I don't honestly even remember who it was. But anyway, Helton is hitting with a one and two count, and he swings and misses at a ball in the dirt. Only the home plate umpire heard what sounded like contact. So he indicates a, a foul ball, and keeps Helton at bat alive. Helton has started back, walking back to the dugout, thinking he'd struck out when he hears the umpire yell foul. At first, Helton kind of shook, his, he shook himself, looked back at the umpire, and very gently shakes his head, no. But at that point, it was too late. The umpire had already made the call, and he couldn't change it. So, Helton catches the Pirates catcher's attention and says something to him. The pitcher then winds up, throws a batting practice-type fastball right down the middle, and Helton never takes the bat off his shoulder. The umpire, of course, rang him up for strike three, and Helton walked back to the dugout. That, to me, just epitomized the essence of sportsmanship. No cheating, no bending the rules, no taking advantage of pad calls. I struck out, and fair is fair. So, my, my friends, as we gear up for the 2019 NFL season, it's good to take some time to reflect on what's important to us and why we call ourselves fanatics of the team and the sport that we love. Is it just winning, or is it something more than that? For me, anyway, sports is all about the human drama, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, as the saying used to go. And as that human drama unfolds over the coming months, and the sportsmanship the highs, the lows, the quirky moments, you can be sure we'll be right here to share it with you on Broncos and Bratwurst. Kevin, back to you.